Hey everybody, welcome to Wholehearted Loving. Today's episode is a continuation from last week, where we talked to a listener, JC, who needed some support around her relationship, specifically around sex and intimacy. Today we're working with JC the same as we do in our private and group coaching. As such, there are some lengthy pauses while she feels into what she wants to say and how her body is responding to our prompts. We've left these silences in on purpose because these are a great opportunity for you to connect with your own mind and body in response to these prompts. These are also prompts that you can use in your own relationships and in your own life, regardless of whether you're facing the same challenges or not. Check out part one from last week, and these are good to watch on video too, so you can get a sense of what's happening for us during these pauses. It can be helpful to read people's faces and bodies as we're learning to work through these things ourselves as well. You can find our videos on Spotify and on YouTube. Before we get started today, G is going to lead us through a self-connection practice. Take it away, G. All right, so this practice, we're going to practice collecting some evidence because we're very good evidence collectors. And usually we're very good at collecting evidence that things suck or life is hard. So we're going to practice doing a little bit of the opposite. So notice what body connection feels good for you right now. For me, I'm just giving my thighs a squeeze and notice your breath. I want you to look around your space and find some evidence that life is good or you have a good life or things are good for you right now. For me, I'm looking at this little, um, drawing that my kids made for me when um, my ex-husband and I split and I moved into a different house and they drew me a a little heart and it's colored in like five-year-olds and three-year-olds would color. (laughs) So I want you to look at the thing that is evidence for you that you have a good life and look at that thing and feel your butt on the chair or your feet on the ground. And I want you to turn to a different part of your space and find another thing that is evidence that you have a good life and that things are good. This doesn't mean that you have nothing hard going on in your life. This just means that this one element reminds you that there are some things that are okay or decent or good in your life. I'm looking at the mountains. And this time, look at this thing, feel what your hands are touching. And then we'll turn to a different area of our space and do the same thing. We're going to look for one more thing in your space that gives you evidence that there's something good in your life. This time, have a look and notice your breath. And there you go. We just practice collecting evidence in a way that reminds us of what is good. Thank you, Gigi. And without further ado, let's get back into it. As you are walking us through what you made it mean about you, about him, about your relationship, 
Do you remember how that felt in your body, sensations and emotions? Did that feel empowering or disempowering? Yeah, it didn't feel empowering. Felt like, oh, okay. Right. Again. When you feel like that, oh, okay. And you have you make it mean we're stuck in this. How do you tend to then react and behave in response to his I'm tired, not right now? Yeah, I make it personal. Mm-hmm. I got it wrong. How would he sense? Sorry? That I like, I got it wrong again. It's not the right time again. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? So the mind is still going of what you make it mean, right? But if a camera were in that room with you both, how would it, the camera pick up um, what you're doing? Yeah, I would like move away from okay. him. I'd like withdraw touch and go like I'd go inward and probably quiet. Right. Which it makes sense, right? If you make it mean all those things, sort of the natural byproduct of that might be to withdraw, move away, close down. Mm -hmm. And then the thing is he takes that, which you just did. And what do you think he's doing with that? The same thing. Like, oh, I hurt her feelings. Moving away. He's making it mean a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Most likely not very empowering things. And then he feels a certain way. And then you see those behaviors and you make it mean more things. And then you're not having sex. (laughs) Then we're not even massaging each other's feet. Right? And then we wonder why. (laughs) So what else could you make it mean when he says, not right now, or I'm tired? Well, I could honor how he's feeling. You know, he probably worked that day. Come home, it's the end of the day. We're winding down for bed. So I could make it mean like, oh, maybe you, maybe after work before bed isn't the best time and I can try a different time in the future. Um, yeah, I could also just make it mean like he's tired. I don't want to have sex when I'm tired either. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. What do you notice happens to your facial expressions on these last two possibilities? Yeah, it's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That would be smiling. Everybody. (laughs) You're smiling. Yeah, I'm smiling. You're laughing. Yeah. Right? You see when we make it mean like this other thing that's more neutral or more empowering, like we feel completely differently about it. Yeah. And with both of those, what I make, what else I could make it mean, they were not personal. All the other ones were personal or something crappy about him. Or your relationship. Right? And the reality is we don't know for sure what the truth is. But what we tend to do is just claim the most negative possibility as the truth. (laughs) And the one that reflects our fears the most deeply, right? Mm -hmm. I'm curious 
when you reject his advances, what do you observe his response to be? It's been a while. <laughs> I just think back. <sighs> yeah, similar, like a okay, like a sad kind of mopey. Okay. Is there a pulling away as well? Like, do you get the sense that he takes it personally? Yeah, definitely. Withdrawing touch. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk here a little bit about projections and simple deliveries of no's and the things that we make things mean. So I'm going to take a wild guess and I suspect that you are a person who qualifies your nose in honoring other people's feelings. So I, I'm guessing that you wouldn't just say no to somebody. You'd explain why it's a no and you would soften that message somehow. Is that accurate? I've been actively practicing not doing that, but yes, that has been my pattern. Okay. So that's super key with people. There are people who just say no. And they've, you know, grown up among people who don't think take things personally, and they don't feel like they need to explain anything. And when we're doing the opposite of that, when we're softening our message, that comes to be a pattern in our relationships. So he will be taking your cues on that, and you'll be taking his cues on that. And if there's suddenly no softening of anything, then taking it personally makes sense. Right? So how are you having the experience of not softening your message? You mean it currently in my life? Yeah. Yeah. How are you applying that? Well, in my relationship, I'm, I've been like just asking directly for what I need or something I need help with. Whereas before I would be like, do you think maybe, do you have energy for this? Would you be able to do this? Like that sort of thing. Um, so now I've just been like, can you pick up tomatoes? <laughs> and it's actually gone really good. He's like, yes, baby. <laughs> like, Yes, baby. Imagine if you pair that with bedroom talk. Yeah. yeah like a tomato. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, he's like, yes, baby. My pleasure. What the heck? Whereas before, he would totally, I feel like he would pick up on those cues and he'd be like, I don't know, not really. I don't really feel like it. Because I was like giving him permission to do that. You know, I'm like, mm. you know, what do you feel? Do you have energy? Do you think maybe? So that's been really interesting. Right. I have a question. I'm curious. In your sexual advances where you have experienced him not engaging in the way you would like what energy are those advances brought with oh yeah same energy yeah of which which like like, do you think maybe yeah yeah i haven't practiced the directness yet (laughs) the tomato energy might be changing a whole lot of things in your life Yeah. You know, and this is, I want to bring this back to what you were talking about, the the 40 minutes and the the educating Mm -hmm. about women's bodies and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of pieces here. 
it's so normal to want to share what we're learning with our loved ones. And especially when it comes to something like this, where we've both identified, here's something that we want more of, and you're gathering all this great data about what that could look like, and you're sharing it, and he's not knowing how to apply it. And the energy is not sexy energy. It's teacher energy. It's can you meet me in a place where you are not currently kind of energy. So what you're describing is so typical for people who are are learning ourselves. Um, and we want to share that with the other person. And so we're doing it with our words and with our minds. The other piece that you're describing is wanting to feel different ways in your body and share that outwardly. So it's classic for us to come to know ourselves in all these ways and feel super on point when these aspects of our lives internally. And then the challenge comes when we want to bring that outward into a relationship, right? So we talk about it. We schedule things. I want to soften you a bit more into the doing of things, you know, and the feeling of things. So like, can you picture the difference between saying, hey, do you think maybe you feel like you could pick up some tomatoes and then ravage me afterwards? (laughs) You could just start touching your own body sensually, you know, you could start the process of feeling good physically right now. What do you feel when I say something like that? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I want to give you an exercise to do with your partner. And I'm, I'm loath to say schedule it in. Are you guys so busy and like with schedules that you actually need to schedule time for each other? Or do you have a good amount of free time together? Hmm. Um, we have like, yeah, we have most evenings, although after work can be hit or miss. And then, yeah, we usually have like a solid full day off together. So there's space. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, so to my mind, there is an aspect of pressure that comes with scheduling because A, we don't know how we're going to feel and B, we don't know what to expect. You know, we don't know how to prepare ourselves and then we don't know how to be in the energy for something that we can't necessarily prepare ourselves for. So you might want to schedule this in, or you might want to just notice when you feel like it and then initiate in that moment. And what I'm going to recommend for you is just quiet eye gazing, just five minutes of eye gazing. And that's it. Have you had this experience? You must have done some eye gazing in some of these groups at some point. I, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. What he's, was your experience? He's, he's like rejected me for eye gazing before. <laughs> oh, say more, say more. Um, well, my experience of eye gazing in, in women's circles, yeah, it's so powerful. It's very intimate. It's very, like a huge sense of connection um, mm-hmm. can bring up emotions. I've cried. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time since I've like proposed this to him. And how did you propose it? Yeah, let's see. It's been like since 
yeah, New West Women's Circle. Uh, because yeah, I was having these experiences and I and I thought they might benefit our partnership. And mm-hmm. how did I propose it? I don't I can't even remember. Yeah. Okay, so however you proposed it then. The the point I'm trying to make here is to move away from the teachy explaining energy, even saying something so simple as this could really benefit our relationship. People can read a lot into that. So it's a very different experience to say, are you willing to sit across from me for five minutes in silence? Are you willing to spend the next five minutes just looking at each other? Mm -hmm. How does that feel? Yeah, feels different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I, I keep coming back to you both have the desire of more connection. Right. And to keep that in mind, I think that's a beautiful thing to practice together. Mm-hmm. And also, I want you to know it's not dependent on his willingness to practice in that particular way like things shifting. What if, you know, if you were to be eye gazing with him, sitting across from him, what's the energy that you imagine you would be looking at him with? Curiosity, presence. Mm -hmm. Right. What if you were to bring that type of energy in just looking at him when he's brought home the tomatoes, <laughs> when he walks in the door from work. What do you imagine might happen and shift if you practiced bringing that kind of eye-gazing energy into your relationship without requiring him to sit across from you for five minutes? Yeah, it feels doable. I can already like envision the scenario and I can see him like enjoying it, you know, and smiling and maybe asking like, what, what, why are you looking at me? And you just, I love looking at you, (laughs) you know? So yeah, that feels doable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause what you're ultimately saying you want is deeper connection. And often what happens is we want this sexual and sensual intimacy. And yet there's so many other opportunities in our day-to-day life where we're not stepping into connection and that we're not bringing that energy of openness, curiosity, presence, love. Right, so there's many ways to practice this, and he doesn't have to sit across from you if he's not ready to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good to have options. <laughs> yeah, this is bringing up for me what comes up for me when somebody asks me if I'm willing to do something, which is like a whole bunch of questions and some, <laughs> at least some fences, if not some walls, like. And unanswered questions. How long will it take? What are the expectations of me? What's the outcome supposed to be? All of these things that don't involve relaxing into my body or feeling necessarily intimate. You know, I think I feel a bit more like a child under pressure in those moments. 
Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have another trick that's one that's just for you that can bring change to your relationship as well. And that is having lascivious sexual thoughts. Ooh. So you're generating a whole lot of energy. Kundalini is rising when you're thinking sexy thoughts and feeling sexy ways. And you don't need anybody's permission or buy-in to do that. It just is generating a different energy in the space that you're in. And if he's in that space too, well, I hope he enjoys. It's perfectly acceptable to be speaking with your partner while imagining having sex with them, (laughs) for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and that that actually brings something up for me, which Mm -hmm. is um, I've had like a story around feeling, well, okay. Like fantasizing, coming up with stories, and, and like I don't really do that. It's mm. I've never done that as a kid when I was like whatever I don't know six eight years old. I would look up words in the dictionary like vagina, <laughs> like you know. And then yeah, it's always been just like a super embodied experience for me where I'm just like being with my body and the sensations. And then, you know, I've had, like, partners in the past, like, ask me, like, oh, you know, like, talk dirty to me or tell me about a fantasy, like, when we're sexting or something like that. And I'm just, like, I just want you here in front of me and, like, to just explore and be curious. But I don't know. Maybe there's something else there. It's definitely a block. Um, Mm -hmm. But most recently, I've been kind of, like, opening myself up to be, like, well, maybe you do have fantasies, JC, but again, they just don't match like what you're shown or what other people think, um, you know, because like I found, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'll just stop talking there and take a pause. But How do you feel about creative expression generally in life? Do you feel creatively or passionately expressed in any areas? Yeah dance I love dancing I love singing I love dancing with people watching me like fully expressed I don't really think about like what are people thinking so so it sounds to me like you're describing being in your body instead of being in your head right yeah Yeah. like I'm trying to think about it takes me out of my body and then yeah. I'm not yeah. present to what's going on. So it's yeah. always wanting shy. somebody in front of you, wanting their body in front of you is a fantasy if they're not there. Right. So going deeper into that is a perfectly acceptable fantasy. You don't need to get creative with <laughs> aliens and things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do have sexual thoughts and they are valid. <laughs> yeah. And are these things that you share with your current partner? If you have a sexual thought, is that something you might say out loud? Hmm. I mean, yeah, like sometimes I'll text him if he's at work and I'm like, 
whatever, doing my thing or send him a photo or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. But maybe not so much in person. Yeah. Ah. Initiating, right? Like it's been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing, G? I see you want to say something. Um, I want to distinguish between initiating and expressing your sexual energy without expectation from anybody. I want to offer you some prompts, JC, if you're open. What would turn me on is. (laughs) Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable for sure. What would turn me on is having unlimited time and nowhere to be to just be in bed and explore each other's bodies. What would turn me on is when you come home from work, just grabbing me and taking me upstairs to the bedroom. What would turn me on is you asking me how that feels. What would turn me on is exploring something new together. I'd love if you would. Ah. Hmm. I'd love if you would take your time. I'd love if you would release all expectations. I'd love if you didn't focus on orgasm. I'd love if you focused on I'd love if you focused on just the curiosity and the exploration. I'd love if you would focus on different areas of my body for extended periods of time. I'd love if we... No expectations of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm excited too. What are you excited to bring and to offer? I'm excited to bring more openness and softness. I'm excited to be 
present and release any expectation. I'm excited to be open to new things. I'm excited to, I don't know, yeah, like maybe explore some kink together. I'm excited to just do, no, not, not talk. Mm. I'm excited to practice just embodying the ask, not actually asking, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. What did you notice in your body as you were expressing your desires? Mm, it was hard at first, but then it got easier. Mm-hmm. It felt good to focus on the things I'm excited about, not just the things that I wish were different or, you know, aren't going the way we hope. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, brought that opening again, that relaxation in my body. Mm-hmm. I asked you specifically to walk through those prompts because you said, oh, well, I might send a text to, you know, to share how I'm feeling sexually, or I might send a photo. There's a lot of power in using the words. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't necessarily mean you have to express to him in that way. You can. That's one option. Just for yourself, like you, you sitting here on this call, saying those things out loud, not just thinking them in your mind, not just maybe feeling the sensation of it, but saying it out loud. What was the impact of that for you? Yeah, it felt like brave to own it and to, 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 yeah, be like, this is what I want. I know what I want. I do know what I want. That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like when you ask for those tomatoes, you know what you want. And he responds with a certain kind of energy. You expressing the things that you want gives him a sexual grocery list of ways he can then know that you want to be interacted with. You know, it's such a, you know, I once made a list of um, activities that could be done, you know, because when you want to do something and you don't know what you want to do and then you can't come up with anything. So I one day started keeping a list that I could consult anytime I wanted to do something and I didn't know what. And a sex list sounds like a pretty great idea in that regard as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm just imagining being on the receiving end and someone says, you know, you know, it takes women 40 minutes to get to orgasm, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or, you know what I'd love? It turns me on when you touch me here like this. I'm like, that's clear. <laughs> I know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And it's empowering too, right? <laughs> he then gets to know if he touches you there that you like that. Yeah. And yeah. he wants to please you, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
There's uh, another question that I've got, and I'm aware of time. We probably should start to think about wrapping things up. Often in blocks in intimate partnership, there is something that's unsaid or many things that are unsaid. So I'm going to ask you a question. You don't need to answer it now. You're welcome to if you want to, but something to think about. And if your partner happens to listen to this as well, something for him to think about. Something that I've been holding back from my partner is, or something that I don't want my partner to know is. I'll just sit with that for a moment, see if if there's anything you want to share. I think I'll sit with that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to say or share in this moment or request of the universe? Mm-hmm. No, I'm feeling. Okay. I do want you to declare something, however. I want you to declare what it is you want. Mm. And, and like dramatically, <laughs> like <laughs> Michael Scott from The Office, I declare. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, JC, I'm going to combine this declaration with the openness, right? Just chin up, looking just above the horizon, arms open, heart open. Feel anchored, whether that's through your feet or your butt on the chair, and make your declaration. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I got to make the perfect declaration. I want you to just say something, declare it, and then check in with your body to see if, yeah, that's the thing, or, oh, maybe I need to tweak it this way. This doesn't feel quite right. Am I just doing one declaration? Ask for what you want, baby. I declare to hold on to our shared desires. Let your eyes open. And practice that one again with your eyes open. It looked like on the screen your eyes were closed. Yeah. And I want you just to feel what each feels like and notice what feels the same or what feels different for you. I declare to hold on to our shared desires. Okay, so hang on to that for a moment. I'm going to give you one more iteration. It looked like this time around you might have been looking at Stephanie and I. I want you to also try lifting your chin so your eye gaze is just above the horizon level. And try like that and see what you notice with that one.
I declare to hold on to our shared desires. What did you notice from those three different iterations? Yeah, the first with just my eyes closed felt just a little like in my head and a little floaty. Um, And then looking at you both, it actually felt good to like be seen Mm -hmm. and I felt connected, I felt, yeah, like witnessed and grounded and then the third one felt more expansive and like somewhere in the middle of like the floaty and the grounded Mm -hmm. but like yeah yeah, I'm not going to qualify it as like good or bad Mm -hmm. yeah there's no good or bad it's just what you notice Mm Right. And what do you imagine would serve you most to practice of those three? If you were to practice like declaring what you want. Yeah. With someone witnessing me, like with my partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's the scary part. <laughs> But then it's not so scary when you actually do it. <laughs> Can I give you an in-between baby step? Yeah. Okay. Pull up a picture of your partner. Imagine you have a picture on your phone or maybe you have a picture printed out. <laughs> and look at him. Look at that picture of him and connect with your body. And express out loud like this or, you know, any way that your body wants to move in expression with your words, what you desire with him, what you desire from him, what you desire to show and bring into your relationship. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because often we think, well, I should express to my partner what I want, especially now I realize I'm clear about what I want. But that might feel too scary and too big still. Mm-hmm. And then we have this great idea, we're going to do it. And then we see them and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just maybe stick to the text. <laughs> right. So this is a way of slowly moving towards that. Right with the intention of, I would love to, is it a desire of yours to be able to feel grounded and free in your expression of your desires with your partner? Yeah. Right. So this is on the way there and it doesn't have to be this huge thing. Well, it's practice too. You know, we, we, G's always talking about the World Series and how the pitcher does not practice when he's on the mound at the World Series. This is the same kind of thing, right? You've got new knowledge of yourself. You're challenged with words to describe it. And we add the extra layer of relationship and everybody's expectations. And it just gets clunky to express these things. So it makes sense to practice. 
out loud with yourself. We also clarify our desires and our thoughts as we express them outwardly. So this is a way of really connecting and clarifying your message so that you can deliver it in a way that feels grounded for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. Do you guys live on a farm or am I making that up? We do. Do you want to see? <laughs> sure. And I also want you guys to have sex all over your farm. <laughs> Fantasizing on your behalf. So that that's yeah, that's been a little challenging too. It's like the roommates. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. What can I show you? Oh no, 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 this isn't the camera. This is the camera. Oh, this is even easier. I've got like a separate camera. This is my plant corner. Hello, plant corner. <laughs> and the mountain. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, and then yeah, it's a blueberry farm. Wow. right now to show you yeah so nice <laughs> yes oh good for you guys mm-hmm. well i'm excited for you this is a time of great change all over the land and uh that's not different for you guys either so great mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. You're welcome. I'd love to walk us through a body practice. Yeah. And then I think, well, I'll just, I'll just walk you through body practice first. Okay. Um, feeling your feet on the ground or whatever they're touching, your butt on the chair. I want you to place a hand on your back if you can reach there. And just follow what your own body mobility says feels good. Yeah. Can you place one hand where it's sort of either on your low back or if you can reach sort of where like behind your heart where you would imagine that would be. And then one hand on the front. I want you to feel that backhand. And let's say these words out loud. I have my back. You have my back. And I have my heart. And I have my heart. And all the desires that you spoke of today, JC, are swirling around between your backhand and your front hand. I want you to imagine just holding all of those with tenderness and acceptance and maybe with some excitement if that's alive in you. Just be there for a breath. And then letting the hands rest wherever it feels good. And Stephanie and I are big on not just insights, but actions. So I'm curious, what are you inspired from this conversation to practice? What's one thing that you could do today? And it can be very small that you have 90 to 100% confidence you'll do that moves you in the direction you desire to go when it comes to sexual connection.
bringing those moments of gazing at my partner with curiosity and love and presence in our, you know, when he comes home mm. from the grocery store today. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Right. And remember three breaths of gazing with wonder and curiosity. That's a great start. And if after the three breaths, you want to gaze some more and maybe he's into it <laughs> gazing, then you have a new, a new thing, right? A new moment you've created. Doesn't have to be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, JC, for being here and for sharing this with us. I know this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people who are in the same boat. So thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. If this is the kind of work that you would benefit from, please know that we will do these call-in shows in the future. Our current roster is full, but you can follow us on Instagram at wholeheartedloving, which is where we'll make future announcements for call-in shows. As always, please like, follow, and subscribe. And if anything we've said here today has been helpful for you, please share with somebody that you care about. See you next time.